Today on Content Club, we take you into our second ever meeting. This was for June. We talked about engagement with Emma Berea of Right Hand Glam. What is engagement? Well, it's sales through social media. We're going to talk all about it. Here it is. Appreciate everybody coming out tonight. Just our second meeting. Uh, but energy in the first one was great. It was just your first time coming out. Thank you as well. Generally speaking, a lot of content creators have a hard time with business, and a lot of business people have a hard time with content. So how do we get everybody in the same room, learn from each other, grow from each other, be successful, networking relationships, just create opportunity? Uh, so we saw a lot of that last time. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of that tonight. And for us, we've seen that uh, through somebody that we just happened to move into a suite and she was in the building yeah pretty uh, amazing like uh just coincidence here uh right like that's uh it was in the kitchen it was in the kitchen in uh, media <laughs> pennsylvania and we were looking for just some remote uh studio space we found some and our guest tonight emma from right hand glam uh was uh, just above us and kind of got to talking about what she does and she goes oh i'm a engagement specialist and uh, we got to talking about kind of what that means and i know when business people hear engagement specialists and social media and all this other stuff they are really two different things and it's one of the things that uh, we value the most is what uh, emma does at right hand glam and she has like a fantastic program uh, so much so that we've sent like all of our content clients right to her because um she just gets it you know she understands that engagement means sales emma uh why don't you just tell us how the company got started um and honestly i'm, I'm more curious why you thought it was uh, such a big need like what what kind of jumped and said oh man we need to start a business around this um it was all an accident so i am 24 um i know i look like i'm five so i always like to start with that when we have a business conversation um i was 20 and i was working at a terrible terrible startup with my lovely friend ashley over there um, and I decided on a Friday that I was quitting next Friday. Um, and they didn't really like that too much, but I had been freelancing in social media since I was 16. Um, and I knew it was something that I wanted to do. I have a degree in anthropology from temples and I didn't really want to go dig in a ditch. So I was like, all right, what can we do? And anthropology actually taught me a lot about social media and engagement because essentially they're both storytelling at their core. Um, I was not the dig in the ditch kind of anthropology. I was sociocultural anthropology. So that probably makes a little more sense as a segue. Um, and I had actually been approached by a tanning salon owner in Maniunk. And she was like, can you log into my account every day and just like talk to people and make them follow me? And I was like, that sounds pretty easy. Like, yeah, I can do that. She's like, I'll pay you 15 bucks an hour. And I was like, great, I am poor and I have student loans. Let's do that. Um, and then I quit my job and I was like, I'm just going to put this out there. And I started posting in local Facebook groups. And all of a sudden I was booked out for months. I had no business model. I had no clue what I was doing. Um, and six months in, in the fall of 2020, because I quit my job in January of 2020, as any smart person at the age of 20 does, oh, man. Um, I um, had hired two people, which was crazy. And I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and suddenly we were the only people really doing this. And we were the only people doing it the way we were doing it. Um, and then I got myself into a business coaching program and 
six months later, we had completely revamped our product suite. We were making 12 to 15K a month um, simply by talking to people on Instagram. Um, so this, the short version of what I do whenever someone in my family is like, what actually do you do? I say that every day I log into people's Instagrams and I pretend to be them and I sell their stuff. And I feel like that is the easiest way to put it. And really at its core, it's just having conversations and community building so that people are aware of you and people get to know you and that you make sure that your sales are rooted in human first interactions. You know, you want to know who you're selling to. You want to know who you're working with. You want to be excited about them the way that they're excited about you. And the only way to do that is to talk to people. And a lot of people don't have the time to talk to people. And that's why they come to us. And that's probably why some of you are here because my lovely team member, Lauren, who actually lives in Italy, is our Philly pro, um, which I know doesn't make any sense, um, but she actually handles all the content She's club absolutely stuff. crushing it. Yeah. So yeah, between uh, some of the stuff that we do uh, for what you're seeing now, um, we have an Eagles podcast uh, called Bell and the Birdmen that um, she uh, completely gets and understands and helps us throughout the season. Um, and, uh, again, the, our, our partners over there, Reading Soda Works, like has, uh, been amazing at reaching out to people in, you know, their local areas and pairing like, okay, John, uh, I know that you're looking for this specific type of retailer and, you know, she goes through and, and nails it every time we and have she's new from leads. Canada. It's not and like she <laughs> she's from here. Like she's yeah. from Canada and she went to Italy, met her husband and never went back. Like. The girl has never stepped foot in the city, and I, let alone Reading, and, and knows it better than I do, which is insane. Yeah, and that's one of the things that's just, well, and I think one of the common questions when, when you describe what you do or when we tell people why we hire you, they'll go, well, isn't that, isn't that cheating? Like, isn't I do that, get that a lot. Yeah, yeah. like, aren't you, aren't you, like, falsifying, really, I'm not the one talking, and, like, you're just, you know... What's the difference between you and the and a robot talking for me or stuff like that? Like, how do you respond? To I mean, that stuff? I have had an ethical crisis about this more than one time, um, and because it, it really it, there's a fine line, right? And I one of the things I really pride myself on is that we are very communicative with our clients. I think you can vouch for that. Um, yeah. We talk to our clients every single day, and we ask them if certain things are okay. We make sure we understand their boundaries. We make sure that we understand exactly what it is they're looking for and who they're looking for. A lot of the times, certain people, we don't even talk to them until, not really for these guys, because they kind of just trust me to do my thing, which I appreciate. Um, but for some people, you know, we send them lists and we say, are all of these people okay? If they're not, tell us, and we're not gonna talk to these people. Um, a lot of the time we get to a point where we are handing it off. You know, I'm not the one getting on a phone call and selling someone on a discovery call or a sales call. That is getting passed on to the client. So they are ultimately vetting that person and deciding if they want to work together if they don't have a direct-to-book situation. Um, I also think that a lot of people that we work with are sort of one offers. We kind of lump it into two things, rolling admission, as I like to call it, and then one-off projects. And rolling admission just really means you're consistently taking clients. That's more so my business model, your business model, but someone you know, like a copywriter, for example, who might have a VIP day where they're writing a whole website in one day they're not really going to care that much about who it is and if they have, you know, this deep emotional connection because they're not working with them long term. So then you, you really do think of us as a sales team, you know, like I like to think of it as like, you know, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos aren't calling everybody, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. And that's, that's, you know, one not of those anymore. things. They did like, once upon a time. Yeah. And like, I would love to talk to you at some point about just like all the development on business with time. 
into that because obviously, yeah. I mean, you just get into it and everything blows up and you're like, oh my God, what am I doing with all this? Which is again, why we started all of this. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, it, it's really tough. But I, I want to get into the sales element a little bit because one of the things, like if you go through Right Hand Glam's site, one of the interesting things that you see was Chloe has a quote and it's this idea of when it comes to sales, like this fear of sales, like, oh my God, I'm bothering these people. Oh, that's not the Chloe that you think it is. Oh, it's a that's different a Chloe, Chloe. client. Okay, there we go. So there's a lot of Chloe's in this universe. Yes, um, <laughs> lots of Chloe's around the Right Hand Glam fam. So to me, alternate Chloe, uh, who I assume has a mustache as well. Alternate Chloe uh, has decided that, yeah, like there was this nervousness about getting people. And I think a lot of times people who have a product and have a business and believe in it, as much as they believe in it because they started the business, it is hard for them to message people directly and say, hey, my stuff is good. You should buy it. You should, you should, you know, believe in me to help you. So like, what does that look like from your side as you're dealing with people? Do you How do you work with people given yeah. that fear? So one, a lot of our clients are introverts, which a lot of people are surprised about because I am such an extrovert. My team is such an extrovert. You have met my team. We're, we're a lot um, and we're proud of it. Um, but that client, Chloe in particular, she is a copywriter and um, she actually is someone who has a big following as a content creator. She made really funny um, videos about being an online service provider and people really resonated with it. But people who are business owners who have taken their stuff online, they didn't sign up to be content creators. And that's what it's become. If you don't make content, you don't make money. And so some people are really good at making content. Some people have no desire to make content. So a really big thing in the online space lately has been um, what's called the Instagram nine grid. So you literally create a nine grid that has all of your sales information and you're only posting maybe video content or on your stories, which can be video or photo or graphic, whatever feels good that day. Um, and so for those people too, they've been attracted to us a lot because they don't even want to be on there. They want to be working on their client work. They want to be working on their business and they just want someone to be the salesperson in the middle. You know, again, you didn't sign up to be a content creator when you started your business, but as the years have gone on, that's really what a lot of people have had to do. And so we see a lot of the time when people come to us, it's like, do I hire a social media manager or do I hire sales? And it's like, well, what do I hate more? Most of the time it's sales. <laughs> And a lot of the time, it's just because, like, I know, I don't know if you, everybody feels the same in the room, but, like, even for us, there's three of us, and we seem we don't have time to sell for, for anybody. Like, there's... You have no time. You know? So, <laughs> it's it's kind of like, oh, my gosh, well, what are, what are we what are we supposed to do? And that's, like, um, one of the important things that I want everybody to get from what Emma does is uh, a lot of our clients always kind of tend to think the same thing because we're on the content side. Oh, when is that next piece of content you're going to give me so I can have the algorithm do the thing and we'll get viral? And it's just like that is... It doesn't work anymore. That, that is not... Yeah, and if you're not set for that attention, then there's no reason to keep pumping it out either. Right. So that's like... That's, that's one of the biggest things that I think is miscommunicated between everybody when we're doing all these things and especially when somebody wants to come into your business and be like ah, i'm gonna do your social and they're expecting you know 25 posts and all this the way emma does things to get people you know to look at your page you can have seven great pieces of content that sit there for honestly six months if you want them to as long as it's great and they know who you are like the moment that they engage with you so they, they, you're having this conversation in their DMs, and then they see exactly who you are, and actually they like end up following you 
pretty quickly. Like we, we're buying from you. We're very buying quickly. from you. Yeah. I have had people that I have sent very literally one message to, either in the moment or once upon a time. Who one example is I sent someone a welcome message, and that's a whole other conversation about whether or not you want to take a foray into that. But I sent someone a welcome message, and they were like, "Oh, what are you working on?" And I said I was working on a very specific launch, and she was like, "Oh, I was actually looking at that. Can you send me the link?" And I did, and she goes, great, I'm signing up right now from one message. Um, and then I have had a number of people who I've talked to once, and then all of a sudden I see, I get an email and a little cha-ching that's like, so-and-so booked a one-on-one -on -one call with you. And it's just because I made myself available. And I think another really thing, important thing to remember in this new world of having to be a content creator as a business owner is that people see you a lot of the time as a persona. We see our favorite content creators as something. I always like to use Taylor Swift as the example. I am not a Swifty, sorry. Um, and, <laughs> sorry. And <laughs> I really think that the Taylor Swift that we see is a brand. I don't think we will ever know the true Taylor Swift. Um, and I like to apply that logic to content creation. We think of content creators as a certain type of person. We might put them on a pedestal. We might assume certain things about them. We have this weird like parasocial relationship with them. And so by focusing on your engagement and community building and actually spending time talking to people, you break that down and you remind people that there's a real human on the other side of the screen with the same problems that you have, but maybe they have the solution. Absolutely. And that doesn't necessarily just have to stay on Instagram too. Me and Vince are wild about Discord. We're always in it. We're always talking to people, um, especially when it comes to Eagle stuff, because that's just easy to do. You can do it. Uh, LinkedIn, um, Slack, Facebook yep. groups, you name it. It's possible. Uh, absolutely. Even TikTok. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's millions of places to kind of wherever you feel most comfortable, you know, and <clears throat> just as a, another demonstration of this, like, I think a lot of people always want to see the results of, of what happens and just with, you know, what Emma does combined with like really good content creation. I think we've generated <clears throat> 181 sales leads since March, you know, and that was that's that moving very quickly for something that's I just didn't like, even know. yeah, <laughs> was that the spreadsheet you sent me that yeah, I didn't it look is, at? It is. It is. And that's, that's, you know, just a, a, it ends up being a great collection. And once you have that, that's when the business side comes in. Cause that's when, you know, uh, business folks in the room will be like, Oh, great. This Excel sheet can go right into my Salesforce, my Monday.com, my whatever it is. And now I'm tracking everything from Instagram the same way I would track any lead or any sale and just be like, oh, let's update this. Yes, I know Lauren's on that now, and this deal looks like it's going to be closed here, here, and there. We've opened 21 new accounts, you know, that quickly. Even today, where you're talking about day of things, people just reach out and be like, hey, I'm reaching about this thing. Oh, yeah, that's okay. I'd like uh, 50 widgets of this now. And you're going, oh, fantastic. Uh, that eliminates my sales pit. So it's, it is invaluable i think what you do um thank you so much yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i and, love hearing that <laughs> <laughs> and, and can we talk about it on a, on a little more micro level because like when you talk about this idea of engagement you're building relationships you're turning it into sales like from a from an almost granular process like what is what does that mean how does that start how do you get to that end point of a sale so i talked to vince vince's name goes on a list and every time I talk to Vince, that list gets updated with the fact that I have talked to Vince. And I leave notes about what I might have talked to Vince about. And I code him as we go along. Is he warm? Is he hot? Yes. Is he yes. getting on a sales call? 
<laughs> really? <Sorry. laughs> really? I have to deal with you every day. Come on. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, Vince goes to hot. Vince goes to sales call. Vince goes to booked. And it really is not a science. And people ask me for easy answers like that all the time. And I wish I could give it to them. It's a very intuitive process. It's looking at someone's account and saying, is there something worth interacting with today? Because if you're interacting for the sake of interacting, it's going to get you nowhere. But if you're interacting to continue a conversation, to share your own expertise, that is what people are going to notice. People are going to notice that you are willing to open a conversation. And frankly, it starts with gassing someone up. It starts with saying, this is a really neat idea. And here's what I think about this. And then you can start expanding on that. And it literally starts with the little things. I'm talking about like, your cat is cute. Like we start there a lot of the time and that can evolve into a, a sales pitch because you're just, again, breaking it down and showing someone that you're human. So for example, um, and if you'd like to talk to us about this later, please do. We are launching a trip to Austin and I put up the other day that we had secured our location and I had three people book within like three hours or something. It was pretty crazy. It, it was insane. And it was just because... These people had been in my community for literally years and they were like, I want to go spend time with her and do things because I've built a relationship with her and I see that she's a real person and I trust her to put on a, a good party and they don't really know that you guys are involved, but you're going to show up and it's going to be a party. And it's going to be great. <laughs> um, so it, it, and the biggest thing about it that I tell people is that it is a game of patience. Um, Vince's name might be on that list for two years before he converts. But what matters is that we know his name got on that list and that we built a relationship with him. I had someone, one of my clients today was like, hey, can you check how many of these names are on any of your lists? And I was like, well, I actually talked to that person five months ago. They never responded to us, but that put us in front of them. And now I pitched them on a $97 thing. They just bought a $2,000 thing from you just because we talked to them once. Yeah, see, that's, and that's, we have Vince, you talk about that all that time, and that's what you're really good at, too, is just that relationship building, continuing that, you know, forever, and that's, I think, something we all know in this room, too, is just that's the most important thing, because you never know where that ending goal is going to end and up. And you'll know when the time is to pitch someone. Like, you'll feel it, and you can, you know, you can just shoot your shot. We say that to people all the time, and it's also being intuitive about the content that you're posting if we want to draw content into this. If you are posting about Content Club, for example, I'm hosting this thing tonight, and I want you to come and you post five things about it and you see that one person liked that post five times, reach out to them and say, hey, I saw that you were checking out the content about Content Club. Do you want to come? And sometimes because we have this perception of people and we put them on pedestals and we think we're bothering them or whatever it might be in the online space, we just need to, as I say, bring the party to the people. And we need to say, I want you to come into this space. I want you to be a part of this. Do you need this? Can I support you with this? And genuinely, sometimes they're just afraid to ask because maybe they're not ready or maybe they just genuinely don't want to annoy you because they think that you're a cool person. I actually hear that a lot, see that a lot when I'm doing this for clients. Um, so when you talk to people and you, and you just ask them what they need, that's when they realize a lot of the time that they might need it. That, that all makes so much sense, and it, it makes me think of things like uh, I was on the online dating scene like years ago, 
And when I was, uh, this is it just what happens. This is where my mind goes. And, like, it was this whole thing where I, I couldn't get a message to save my life. It's, no, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. I know where you're going with yeah, this. Yeah, no, no woman was interested in me. And then what I realized was my profile was terrible, right? I didn't have anything on there that could really start a conversation in a good way. So then I was like, all right, I need certain things in here that can give them an opportunity to feel comfortable starting the conversation. So it would be like, NSYNC is better than Backstreet. You know, it was just like something simple for it's women my age that simple. they wanted to talk about, and it worked. But the, but the whole idea was once I got that right messaging and they felt comfortable engaging in that way, then it starts the relationship, and then essentially it's the sell. Right, so, and if you think about, let's talk about the tracking portion of this, right? So, Vince, did you meet your fiancé online? I did not. Okay, uh, so. fine. I'll use my example <laughs> then. I met my fiancé online. So... I, you know, say I added him to my list, right? Our, our match was our first engagement. And then he gets put on my list. And we talk over time. And I might be talking to other people. But then he asks me on a date. Okay, great. Now we've moved up to discovery call or sales call or whatever it is, right? <laughs> and then... That's and, where it gets tricky. Yeah. <laughs> discovery. Right? Yeah. But then, like, when we are, I don't know, like girlfriend and boyfriend that's like sold right we've we've sealed the deal and and you can create more hypothetical statuses to add to someone as you eventually get to engagement but i use the analogy of online dating all the time right you don't we all know what we want right we all know online we want to make money we all know when we're online dating we would like to go on a date um and hopefully find the love of our life and get married but um it doesn't always work out that way in both senses um but it's really the same process and if you think of it like online dating and that same i'm sure a lot of people in this room have had to do it at some point you know you it, you go through that same thing you start talking about little things like your cats or the backstreet boys or one of my clients posted a photo of she had these really cool hot dog earrings and like <laughs> people loved it and her dms were full all day of people talking about these hot dog earrings like it's those little things that allow you to build the foundation of the relationship that over time leads to the date, leads to we're girlfriend and boyfriend or girlfriend and girlfriend, boyfriend and boyfriend, whatever is your cup of tea. And to let's get engaged, to let's get married. It's the same thing with business. And that's, see, and uh, Emma is making a great point because the it allows you to go and be yourself when you're doing these things, you know? And you don't have to worry about like... Mm, what's my customer base going to think about this? Or what's my following going to think about this? You're going to attract exactly who you want based on you you get know, to hand pick. your personality. You and get to handpick. Yeah, exactly. who you are. And that's why I, I don't hate on ads because I think ads are really crucial. But I think that if you're going to do ads, you also need organic engagement because with ads, at the end of the day, it is an algorithm, right? You're programming to your best ability into an ad. With engagement, you get to handpick who you're talking to how you're talking to them, what you're talking to them about. Uh, and it, it just uh, out of curiosity, and then I would love if anybody has wants to get involved or has any questions, we're actually going to put you on mic this time if, uh, if you have anything to uh, add, but uh, we'd love you to contribute. Um, in the same sense, like how would you tell somebody that is not necessarily looking for sales but more looking for growth? What if they are just like, hey, I just want you to love my content in the best way? What's the best engagement rules there? Yeah, we do that all the time. We actually have a client who recently hired us, and she was like, yeah, I have some money to mess around with. I just need you to grow this account. And I was like, you're going to give me $1,000 a month to just grow your account? Great. I love that. Um, and so with that kind of situation, we're really just honing in on ideal client and going out and finding those people and starting to talk to them. And you don't need to follow them. You don't have to press that button unless you're really, really jazzed about the person. I think that's a really big misunderstanding. 
Um, and if they like what you're talking about and they click on your page and they like what you're posting, then they're going to come into that sphere of influence. I mean, a lot of the stuff that we've done for you guys is really just community building. For example, when we work on the podcast, um, we're, we're just trying to find the Eagles fans and talk to them about Eagle stuff and get them excited. And then hopefully eventually when the time comes, you know, invite them to LA, invite them to a tailgate, whatever that might look like. But when it's the off season and we're working on that, we don't have anything to invite them to yet. So in that sense, we're just building brand awareness, which is the foundation of it all. Um, and really getting people comfortable and knowledgeable with the brand. And then when it does come time to post for things like, Hey, we're going to LA. We have already gotten ahead of it. We've already gotten ahead of the launch. We have people with eyes on the account. They know what we're talking about. They know what we're about. And then when we're ready to sell, they're already in that sphere of influence and we're already showing up on their feeds regularly. So now they're going to be one of the first people to see it and hopefully the first people to buy. Exactly. And that's one thing that, you know, and we've, me and Vince have gotten some crap about this, but this is a perfect example of why you're following, even if as is as a show, is not necessarily has to be in the thousands of subscribers of whatever it is. Because, like, if you're chasing ad revenue right now, especially for your content, that is bad news bears. I'm not saying it's like can't be a part of it, but it's got to be one stream of it. I think the days of, two or three sponsors paying you buttloads of money because your content is so good is pretty much out the window now. Like that is not going to happen. So you need that thing. And for us with the Eagles, we realized, Hey, wait a minute. If we do one trip a year, instead of going on several trips a year with a traveling partner, we're probably going to make more money and people will be happier because it's in our complete control. We know what people like more than, you know, like, hey, this thing that stinks, change it. Great, we can. And we had, know? for that particular trip, we had someone sign up, three of her friends, right? It was, was Three of her friends, yeah. Three of her friends on the day that we launched from one Facebook post. And yeah. then her messaging me and having a short conversation with her and then texting you really quick. And, and it was just sure because she good. saw real people. Um, and, you know, if we want to get on the topic of the Eagles for a second, I think it's important to know that other other companies have isolated women and what was really attractive to them was seeing a woman at the front of this and like, yeah, no, I can't take full credit. They're playing, they're paying for it. They're planning it. I'm, <laughs> I'm along for the ride. But, uh, you know, like the first people that signed up were women just because of how we positioned it. All right. So that is a good chunk of the conversation that we had for our in-person meeting at the pyramid club. It's not the whole thing. And if you want the whole thing, you got to be there. Come on out to the pyramid club. For July, what we're going to be doing, in-person meeting, July 25th. July 25th, Tuesday night, 7 o'clock. Make sure you come on out. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening to Content Club. And we'll see you then.